Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to HeartBlend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content through shifting your inner dialogue. So welcome. I'm so excited to get into this episode where we're going to learn more about how to prevent burnout and overcome burnout. Overcoming burnout really takes a strong commitment to yourself. It is not an easy feat and it takes persistence and consistency in order for you to really truly recover. So let's go ahead and dive in in this first half of this episode where we're going to learn how we can prevent burnout. Maybe you've recently overcome burnout and you don't want to go there again. Maybe you have reached a stage in your life where you are working or doing more than you realize and you're starting to feel a little icky. Or maybe you just want to learn how to do things better. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Now, of course, I do want to remind you that burnout is a very serious thing. Burnout is the result of being exposed to chronic stress and our body does not get replenished. So our bodies are these natural systems that can handle stress and handle stressful situations. But when we deplete all of our resources that really help us to manage stress well, we burn ourselves out and our health takes a hit mentally, physically, emotionally, and it can be really, really devastating to our system. So we want to make sure that we're taking it seriously. But let's go ahead and dive in. What is the first way that we can prevent burnout? Number one is cushioning. We want to give ourselves enough cushion in what we do in order to kind of allow for ourselves to have grace, have moments to breathe, being able to just relax and enjoy our lives, being able to balance our lives better. So what do I mean by cushioning? And this can look so different to so many people. Say, for instance, you're a content creator like me. I create podcasts. My work in itself is professional content creator. So for me, creating content takes a lot of work and energy. And I know that if I'm seeing how much work I have to do ahead of me, it would be in my best interest to batch that content as much as I can. Doing everything day by day is really not going to serve you. So anywhere that you can save yourself time in the future is going to be a great way to add a cushion. I know we all have different lives, so things you can apply to your life are things like meal prepping and getting your food prepared for the week or even just planning your meals for the week. How many times do you spend hours saying, what do I want to eat for dinner today or what do I want to eat in general? But just having those meals prepared or planned, having the right food and groceries already there for you way in advance just saves you so much time. It gives you so much ease and it really shows you how you're supporting your health. It really comes down to multiplying your time as much as you can. So plan out your clothes for the week as well. Look at the weather forecast, know what you're going to wear and just be more intentional about your future. 
oftentimes when we're experiencing burnout, we can barely make it day to day. (laughs) So if we can just give ourselves a little bit of padding there and do what we can in the future so we can just have these moments to breathe and move through life a bit more fluidly. One of the things that I've really taken into consideration as I've produced more and done more and just created more than the average person, you won't always feel great. You won't always have energy. You won't always be in a good mood and you won't always have a great day. And a lot of times those are the days that we make our goals. So Take in consideration the stressful days, the days you might get sick, the days you're not feeling well, the days you just want to have fun, the days that you just want to be without any expectations. Plan for those days. Show up for yourself today for those days. That's the power of cushioning. So find little ways that you can just make your life a little smoother in the future and soon you will thank yourself, I promise. The next way to prevent burnout is positioning. So I've mentioned this in the past, but positioning yourself for the right opportunities is huge. If you know that you want to have a new job, maybe the job you have is just not serving you. Or if you know that you want to start going out on more dates, or if you know that you want to experience something new or different in your life, or you know that you want to have a new social atmosphere, position yourself, prepare for those times, prepare for those moments without having to have a reason. Just know and expect that those things will happen. So when they do happen, they can just fall right into place and you're already ready. Have your resume updated. A lot of times we don't update our resume until we're ready to find a new job. Go ahead and update it now while you're thinking clearly and you don't feel pressured for time. Place yourself in the locations and the venues and the areas to meet the people that you would be most interested in meeting. Place yourself in your future state as much as you can and watch things fall right into alignment. So positioning is key. Meeting the right people, shaking the right hands, they may not work out in your favor today, but I promise you, you will make an impact and you will be on someone's mind in the future And those moments will always come at the right time. And you'll be grateful for what you've done today. The next way to prevent burnout is going to be boundaries. I know you guys are expecting that, right? Well, what do you know about boundaries so far, right? We know, oh, we need to tell people no, right? We need to say, I can't do this, or I'm overwhelmed, or this is too much. Mm, Yeah, that's a way to express our boundaries, but boundaries go so much deeper. In fact, there's an entire series focused on boundaries. You can go ahead and check that out if you want to learn more about that. But your boundaries really are not so much for telling other people no or finding ways for people to respect you more by setting better boundaries. Boundaries are really for you and to help you stay in alignment with yourself for you to maintain your own well-being because you know yourself best. So we all have boundaries. Even if we say no or don't say no, we have internal boundaries. Our boundaries are the way that we protect what we value. Our boundaries are the way 
in which we protect what we value. And a lot of times we figure out what our boundaries are when we feel angered, when we feel taken advantage of, when we feel like we're not being heard, when we feel overlooked, when we don't feel appreciated. Those are times when our boundaries start to get a little irritated. So we know that we have these boundaries, but sometimes we're not aware of them fully or consciously because we're not expressing them. So there's different ways that you can set proper boundaries. The best way is with a schedule. If it's not on the schedule, it's not getting done. If it is on the schedule, it's not to be messed with. And if you do make the compromise to shift your schedule, it better be for something that's going to be a high return on value, right? We want to make sure that if we are compromising our time, which sometimes we have to do that, I get it. But if we're compromising our time, is it worth it? Did we look at all possibilities before shifting our schedule, right? Or did we just compromise right away? So using your calendar is going to be even more important in the way that you use it, which is not only for appointments and events and reminders and so on and so forth, but truly, how do you manage your time in your entire life? How do you manage your self-care time? How do you manage your time to just be with yourself? How do you manage time with your loved ones? How do you manage time to clean the house? How do you manage time to work and work in the way that works best for you? So those are some things to take in consideration when it comes to your boundaries. Another thing that is so important, especially to prevent burnout, is to make sure that we're setting physical boundaries in our environment. I don't know about you, but I am guilty of doing work in the bed. Ooh, that's a sin. Okay. (laughs) That is a burnout sin. Do not do work in your bedroom. Your bedroom is the space for rest, for recovery, and for romance. That's what the space is for. We can do things like sleeping, meditating, reading, just having a calm moment, but watching TV and movies all day in the bed or doing a lot of work in the bed is not a good idea. What happens is that this sends conflicting messages to our brain and our brain loses the significance of what the bedroom is for. So when you go down to rest, you will not feel as completely rested and rejuvenated as you normally would if your brain completely only associated it with rest. Now our brain is thinking, oh, we're going to do work here, but we're laying down. I'm confused. Oh, we're going to lay down, but we're going to sit here and watch a movie or TV or Netflix. And while we're sleeping, those movies and TVs are still on or the radiation from those devices are still pretty high and that is affecting our brain even though we're asleep. So we want to make sure that we're getting as much natural sleep as we can in our bedroom. Now I get it. We all have different setups and sometimes we live in a space where it's just one big room and that's all that we have. 
do your best. Unplug the TV if you can before bed or just have these moments where you have more time that you space out where you are turning off the devices at certain times. Just set some type of boundaries that are there, okay? So if you're able to have a space for work or have a space for exercise or have a space for rest or meditation, that's going to be key. And sometimes it takes just adding some dividers in our own space because we all don't live in a big space, some of us, right? So create some division in the space that you're in and utilize it to the best of your ability. The more hard boundaries you have in your physical space, the more it will be easier on your brain to get you to do exactly what you want to do. Okay. Awesome. Another way to honor your boundaries is really to listen to yourself and to not go against what you've set for yourself. Sometimes, again, we compromise too easily or too frequently. And so we want to be mindful about what am I sacrificing by doing this particular thing? What am I giving up to do this particular thing? And is it truly worth it? When you take that approach to your boundaries, they don't seem so forced or that you're trying to make someone respect you. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. So the next key to preventing burnout is going to be discernment. We need to utilize discernment when it comes to different situations or interacting with different people. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. Sometimes we're really uncertain, but again, maybe possibly due to our personality traits, maybe we are over givers or we're over caring or we are can do people or yes, I can do this. <laughs> we just kind of do that pretty easily or quickly. We don't always tap into our own discernment. So again, it's about taking that step back and really listening to ourselves to say, is this really meant for me? Is this really for me? The things this person is saying, is this really about me, right? Or is this about something else? Sometimes we can take things very personally and that requires discernment as well. When, you know, you have somebody that snaps at you or somebody that's being demanding or somebody that's saying, hey, I just need you to do all these things. I need this help right now. Let's take a step back because if we don't use discernment in this moment, we will feel that extra layer of pressure. And what we do is we block out all of the opportunities for looking at different solutions that could help with the situation that could be less draining for you. So I've been in these situations, right? We have people that kind of get a little snippy with us and we're like, hmm, like, okay, what is that supposed to mean, right? But if we had the right discernment or if we could look past that and see what's really going on here and know that it's not about us, it could help alleviate some of that pressure and stress that leads to burnout. And if we've been the snippy ones, perhaps we are going down the burnout hole and we'll get there eventually where we can recover from that. The next way to prevent burnout is very close to discernment, but it's going to be your intuition. Most importantly, learning how to trust yourself. When we doubt ourselves, we tend to overdo it. We tend to miss the mark and we tend to overcompensate 
trying to get that sense of certainty. So if we can tune in with ourselves deeply and tune in with that intuition and really listen to that inner voice and not dismiss it and not stray away from it, but really listen to it in the very early stages, it can help save us a lot of time and heartache. And then the last tip that I wanted to cover with you as far as preventing burnout is going to be organization. When we're organized, we can flow through life so much easier. We avoid overspending and wasting all this time trying to find things. And it's not just physical. It could be your emails, your digital spaces, your photos, anything. We want to alleviate as much chaos in our minds and frantic energy of trying to find something as much as possible. That is so stressful and so draining and it can be very disorienting. So if we can get organized and just take a few moments out of our day, if we can break it down into smaller sections where it doesn't feel so overwhelming, I think we'll be able to get organized a lot quicker and easier. So those are some ways that we can prevent burnout. Most importantly, I want you to remember your values and what makes you the best you and doing all that you can to maintain that is so important. And it requires a lot of work to manage yourself. I just want to make that clear. So if you're experiencing burnout, it's very understandable because we are facing a lot of stress right now on top of just the status of where the world is and and all of the craziness that's happening. So do your best to protect your peace as much as you can. You don't need to watch the news for hours or even at all. I promise anything crazy happens, you'll hear about it. You don't need to spend any time uh, fighting or arguing or going back and forth. Really, truly don't allow for anything to rob your peace and joy as much as you can. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back in just a brief moment where we'll learn how to overcome burnout. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And now we're going to cover some ways to overcome burnout. How can we get out of this rut? <laughs> it's so, so uncomfortable and it's so draining. The truth of the matter is, is that if we've gone so far down the road where we are feeling the effects of burnout, we really need to rest. Rest and recovery is key. And the thing about burnout is a lot of times our body is so depleted, but inside we feel so frustrated that we can't do what we want to do or we don't feel as energized or as powerful as we're used to. But it's so important for us to take a step back and realize how much we have given up of ourselves and we need to replenish ourselves. And I know sometimes people don't feel like rest or sleep or anything like that is productive, but it truly is. This is really when our body heals itself and cleanses the brain and gets rid of those toxins. So we need to take rest very seriously. Anywhere you can start to rest, it's going to be so important. Get lots of sleep if you can. Do your best to get plenty of sleep. When we don't get enough sleep, and not so much even sleeping for 
a long period of time, but just sleeping for a consistent amount of hours. When our sleep is interrupted and we are constantly waking up in the middle of our different sleep cycles, that actually exhausts us even more. So we want to make sure that we're doing the best that we can to get proper sleep. Make sure our environment is dark and comfortable. Make sure it's quiet. Make sure we don't have any distractions. If we have pets, let's move them out of the room. (laughs) If we have anything that could disrupt our sleep, let's eliminate that as much as possible. If you have a partner that snores, invest in some high quality earplugs. I promise they will change your life. All right. So of course we have to rest and we have to recover, but once we move past that and we've given ourselves enough time to rest, it's important for us to stop, stop the actions that are contributing to burnout, stop overgiving of ourselves, stop allowing for other people to take advantage of us, stop making excuses for other people, stop justifying any actions that we take or thought patterns that lead to burnout internally and externally. So we want to make sure that we are stopping. It is crucial that we stop, not just let go or slow down, but stop altogether. This could be possibly stopping the way that you are working. If you have a business, stop the way that you're doing business if it is not providing a level of success for you. It's time to pivot. It's time to do something differently because there's nothing worse than investing a lot of your time and energy and effort into an empty drain. If you have a job that is not fulfilling for you, you're not growing, the people can't communicate with you properly, the work is overwhelming, and there's no reward or value that's there. Maybe you've grown out of the job, stop the job. (laughs) I know that's really hard for people to do, but really begin to detach from that job as much as you can and allow for a new job to come in. Sometimes we get really scared that maybe another job will be worse or whatever it is, but we have to make that acknowledgement internally to say, this is not for me anymore. And it's really depleting my energy. So we want to start energetically detaching and allowing for ourselves to receive a new opportunity that can come in. We don't have to quit our jobs right now if we're not in the financial space to do so. I totally understand how that is. But just start to detach as much as you can. Don't allow for work to come home if you can. And I know work is very stressful. It's easy to do. And if you work from home, it's even harder to detach from that work stress. But do your best, okay? The next way to overcome burnout is to make some environmental changes to your home. So earlier in this episode, we talked about making some physical boundaries in your space so that everything feels like it's in its right place. We talked about organization, but I want to talk about adding and enhancing your home space that supports you getting through this burnout. So if that's incorporating anything that helps you sleep better, anything that helps you feel motivated, anything that helps you feel inspired again, anything that makes you feel at ease and calm, let's begin to incorporate that into our environment. The next way to overcome 
burnout is going to be to remove and reduce the amount of expectations we set on ourselves. We put so many expectations on ourselves. We judge ourselves harshly a lot of times. And a lot of times it just doesn't even get us to where we want to go. So let's bring down those high expectations and know that we are truly doing the best that we can and every day we're learning every day we're improving as long as we're staying consistent and we're trying and we're doing a little bit each day we are okay and sometimes it doesn't feel like it's enough and i get that but know that you are more than enough right you are an entire being you're an entire entity right you are entire energy and so We have to see ourselves a little bigger than what we are at times, because when we make ourselves smaller, we put more pressure on ourselves to be bigger when we're already big lights of energy to begin with. So slow down on the expectations and goals and the criticism and the perfectionism and just slow down as much as we can because it's stressing us out. And can I just say, how many times have you spent hours and hours and hours and hours and time and energy and anxiety and worry and frustration trying to get this thing right trying to do this particular thing and then someone else does it with barely 20 percent of the quality that you put into it and they're succeeding so we have to be mindful about everything and to slow down with ourselves. I'm not saying for you to not strive for your best. Absolutely do so because that provides fulfillment for you. However, we don't need to be so wrapped up in everything being extremely to the highest level of what we are really pressed for time to give, right? Okay. The next way to overcome burnout is to pinpoint the start of the stress. When did we start feeling this way? What contributed to it if we can figure that part out? And most importantly, how did we contribute to this burnout? We can go all day long talking about how someone else didn't appreciate us or how they gave us too much work or how the job is so demanding. And I get that. I'm not discrediting that at all. But what are some ways in which we contributed to the situation? It could have been just not telling them no. It could have been setting some expectations that we thought we could meet, but maybe we had life happen to us and we just couldn't meet it. Or maybe we weren't very clear in the communication and what we're receiving is just a jumbled mess. So what did we do to contribute to our own burnout and what can we do to stop that? So once we realize that we have made some contribution to our levels of stress, that's when we can take back our own power, take responsibility and change it, right? Okay, very good. The next way to overcome burnout is to reframe our stress. We're all going to face stress. Stress is very, very normal. So the point of this is not to say you should never be stressed out, but the point of it is to say we have a threshold on how much stress we can handle and we need to reframe the stress that we're feeling. Anything regarding change or new changes, even if they're positive for us, still feels like stress on the body. 
But mentally, if we can reframe that stress as positive stress or negative stress, positive stress meaning that it leads us closer to where we want to go, whereas negative stress depletes us internally and externally, and it pulls us away from where we want to go. So acknowledge those things as you are really pinpointing your stress and looking at everything holistically and ways that you can overcome that burnout. The next way to overcome your burnout is to fully replenish yourself. Realize that every time you put out energy, rather it's through work, rather it's through a conversation, rather it's giving a lot of energy through worrying or anxiety or frustration or a lot of these draining emotions that happen when we're processing our thoughts, realize that we have to replenish that energy. And how we replenish that energy can be things through nature. And nature is very, very healing for us. Taking a break and disconnecting from our phones or digital devices or social media can help you replenish. Again, getting plenty of rest and recovery. Getting the right nutrients that you need. Recently, I got hydration therapy and it was so, so, so amazing how I felt after getting all of the right electrolytes and minerals and vitamins that my body needed. And all of a sudden, I felt like I did, no lie, pre-COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I did on an amazing day before COVID. So I thought it was absolutely phenomenal and it taught me a lot about how my body could be missing a lot of key nutrients that I need to make sure that I'm supporting it with. So sometimes we could do all of this inner work and we can journal and we can meditate and we can do all these things. But if our bodies don't have what it needs, then it's just not going to feel great. We're always going to feel extra stress. And we're not going to feel our very best if our bodies just don't have what they need. So it's so important to replenish yourself. Have fun. Romance. These things are so healing and they really fill us back up. They really, really do. So feeling that positive energy in our lives and getting that good pleasure in is a big replenisher. And always remember every day to laugh. Find something to laugh about. Laughter truly is wonderful, wonderful medicine. The next way to overcome burnout is to track your stress. Yes, a lot of times we track our progress, we track our goals, but track your stress. How are you feeling every day? Check in with yourself. Rate how you're feeling. Scale from 1 to 10. How severe is the stress? Because when we can get a clearer picture about what really triggers us, what really sets us off our alignment and our path, we can be a bit more proactive the next time. So track your stress and see how you're improving or see how you're not improving, right? And this can also help us to be more diligent about managing our stress better because we cannot allow for stress to run our lives, for stress to consume us, for stress to just take us over because it's just not worth it at the end of the day. And last but not least, remember you are human, right? You are a magnificent human. You are a powerful human, but you are organic and you require care. 
and you require replenishment and you require time and patience and grace and you require just a moment to breathe (laughs) as much as possible. Always remember that spirit means breath. So when we're not breathing, when we're not getting moments to just breathe slowly, catch our breath, that means our spirit is getting further away from us. So slow down and take those breaths. Relax. Get moments to yourself as much as you can. And I know life can be so challenging right now. And we can have this feeling that we have to do this thing. We must do this thing. But remember that you get to choose your actions. You get to choose your thoughts. You get the opportunity to show up how you want to show up each and every day. And one more thing just to add in is to work smarter, not harder. I know we've all heard this before, but really being more mindful about how we're utilizing our time once again, but delegate what we can delegate, automate what we can automate, right? Utilize technology where you can utilize these tools to help you not to cripple you, but to help you and just find ways to get some relief. Something is so simple for me personally. I have two pets. I have a dog and a cat and every morning they're in my face or barking. They're meowing because they're hungry. So I just got an automated pet feeder. I fill it up. It feeds them for two days and I don't have to worry about feeling that extra layer of pressure in the morning. Everything can feel like pressure right now. Your pets can feel like they're pressuring you. Your spouse or your partner can feel like it's pressure to meet up to certain expectations. You can add pressure to yourself, parents, family, whatever it is. Life is too short for us to feel so, so pressured. So find ways to alleviate that pressure. Communicate where you need to, right? And communicate in the best way. It tells people and communicates in such a way that it's not just a you problem, But how can we all get better? How can we all be more efficient? How can we all take some heaviness off of each other? Okay. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode and this series, I would love to have you in our 28-day burnout recovery program where you can take 28 days to yourself and have a self guided support system with subliminals and guided meditations and fun activities that will help you to recover from burnout so much faster over the next four weeks. All right. Thank you so much again for tuning in. As always, we are here every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heartbloom Podcast.